Let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Zay, tell us who we're about to talk to. Yeah, this guy I've known for a very long time, almost 20 years. He is a Austin Bowie alum, played for my pops. He went to the University of Citadel and was a four-year starter on the Division I level. He is the founder, co-founder of Texas Pro Academy, which is a basketball player development system that helps your strength and skill. And he's also the founder of BTY Basketball, which is a basketball training program utilized by players at every level. Zach Urbanis, what's happening, my guy? What's going on, Zay? Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for coming on, man. You know, you... uh, I've known you for a very long time, and you've always had a different approach about the game. And you carry yourself the right way, the way that you teach, you know, the way that you make guys better. And you've been like that ever since I've known you. And the fact that I see what you're doing, seeing all the big-time players that you're training now, seeing that you're doing what you love, I marvel that, my guy. I really do. And I appreciate what you do for the city of Austin. I know you have a lot of pride being from the city because, in a way, you're putting basketball on the map. When we got Houston, San Antonio's, and the Dallas's, I know you helping out these Austin area, Central Texas area players, I know that puts a lot of pride in your heart. Yeah, most definitely. Appreciate you saying that. And likewise uh, to you, man. Really fun watching you do what you do um, and listening, listening to you. But, yeah, we have a lot of pride in – you know, being basketball players from Austin and, and Central Texas and, um, you know, ultimately just trying to ele- help elevate the game in the area and we're grateful to be a part of it. Yeah, now, Z, you've worked out a lot of guys that are in the tournament right now from Brock Cunningham to Jamal Shedd at U of H and K.J. Adams. I know you've got a good relationship with all those guys, but got to talk about Dylan DeSue, who came back to Austin from Vanderbilt with a torn ACL, and you saw him from – you've been training with him since his high school days at Hendrickson. What's it been like seeing all these steps and seeing the development from his career – from going from high school to Vanderbilt and tearing his ACL and coming back down to Texas with Chris Beard and now really coming into his own. What's it been like watching him? Yes, it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, um, you know, one of the best parts of my job is getting to see, you know, young young people grow up and uh, mature and go through the things that they have to go through, the adversities and uh, the highs and lows, and obviously we've been, you know, through a lot together. And last year was uh, really tough on him, um, and so I was grateful that he was in, you know, that he was in town, and we got to, you know, have a lot of conversations and be together a lot, and um, you know, kind of help him through those kind of dark moments in the game. And you know, now it's, you know, he's done such a great job of just staying consistent, and you know, we've preached just trying to get better every every day, every game, every practice, whether it's, you know, after a good game or a bad game, and he's, he's committed to that process, and he's, um, you know, and now he's he's showing the world what he's capable of and what we've always known he's, he's capable of. So super proud of him. Um, nobody, uh, you know, nobody more deserving than Dylan, that's for sure. Talking with Zach Urbanis. Zach, um, in terms of his progression coming back, you talk about going through that dark period of time, knowing that at some point that light hopefully comes back on and he feels like his, his old self again. Uh, do you remember a point during this season 
where you guys were maybe talking and it, and it felt like, okay, now he feels like he's back? Because obviously these last few games, uh, the 28-10 and 10 is, is the, was the exclamation point, but he's been playing really well lately. Do you remember a point where he, he felt like he had hit that good crossroads moment and that he was back? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can identify a particular point. I just, to be honest, I know that you know over the majority of the season his game has felt really good, and he, he's committed to uh, you know the extra work, um, and he's he's gotten better every week, and he you know he's kept saying that man, my game feels so good. Uh, just you know, I just we just kept preaching, being patient, just keep doing what you're doing, find ways to impact the game. Um, and you know, I will I will say you know I was working with him. Uh, prior to that game at Baylor that he, he played really well. And honestly, like, their staff has done such a great job, um, especially, especially um, you know, lately just, you know, kind of feeding him confidence and, and you know, breathing life into his, his game. I remember we were, we were shooting and, and Coach RT just, you know, screams at him, like, shoot that thing, Dylan. And, you know, <laughs> he, he probably doesn't even know, like, how – you know, powerful that is for for a guy like Dylan, who's you know super cerebral, super smart. You know, overthinks things at times, and just for you know his head coach to say, you know, just let go, man, just shoot that thing. And so that I think that was a really big big moment for him, whether he whether he even knows that or not. Um, it gave him a lot of confidence going into that game. I think ever since that that Baylor game, he's you know been more confident, letting letting shots go and being more aggressive. Zach, you know. What's it like because you talk about being in the same gym as RT watching you train a Dassu, and I, there's some coaches that don't allow anybody from the outside to come within their program, especially when the season's going on. And the fact that Coach Terry is allowing you to do that, which says a lot about you, that they trust you. But I know that you've been down to Lawrence to help KJ, and you've talked to Bill Self and guys like that. Like, what's, what's it like and the confidence that they give in you and what when coaches, head coaches, just have the confidence of saying, you know what, this is an outside guy coming into our program, but – He's such a good basketball mind. He's helping some of our guys. Like, how how does that feel for you? Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's a good feeling, and it's it's definitely a barrier that we're still trying to break down. To be honest, uh, I mean, I mean, the the truth, the key is for us is you know that you know they have trust in that um, you know we're saying things that are only going to add value to the team, right? We're not we're not the people in their corner. Um, you know, saying things that are against the game plan or, or you know, things like that. We're always going to, um, you know, just basically just try to help the player get better as far as, you know, decision-making when it, when it comes to what shots to take, what shots not to take, being more aggressive. Like, those are conversations that shouldn't be had with outsiders. Those are conversations that are in, you know, in the locker room conversations between the coaches and their players. Um, for guys like me, skill development – player development um, coaches and in season, you know, we have to be careful about, you know, sending mixed messages or getting too many thoughts into a player's head. So we keep it strictly about just getting better. So when I see Dylan, you know, we're, we're working mechanically on some shooting stuff. We're working on touch finishes, um, working on, you know, ball handling for one or two dribbles to get the spots, you know, KJ guys like KJ we're working on, uh, you know, free throw mechanics. We're working on some touch finishes some shooting stuff that I think he's going to get in games. 
but beyond that, I don't, I don't, you know, fill his head with anything outside of him getting better from a skill standpoint. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Talking with Zach Urbanis, Texas Pro Academy and BTY Basketball. Zach, give people a little more info on what you guys do there, and are you focused strictly on basketball, or do you deal with other sports as well? Yeah, so yeah, so Texas Pro Academy, um, yeah, we we are a basketball player development program. We train players uh, from youth all the way to NBA here in Central Texas. We've been you know fortunate to train a lot of uh, really good players um, with from all ages, which has been a lot of fun. Um, our business partner, uh, Christian Placentia, who owns Durable Athlete, he does stuff that's um, you know beyond basketball. So he 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 works with athletes uh, beyond basketball. He's He's you know very good at what he does. We're lucky to have him as part of our program. He handles all the performance side uh, for our players, and you know me and my staff we handle uh, the basketball player development side. Gotcha. And for people that are interested, uh, what's the easiest way to get a hold of you guys? Yeah, social media is easiest uh, at Texas Pro Academy at B2I Basketball. Um, yep. Yeah, Z, I remember a couple of years ago when Chris Beard was getting this team together when he touched down from Lubbock and he got Dylan Sue from Vanderbilt. And you told me, man, Zay, when he gets right, this guy could be the best player on your team. And I was like, man, Zach might be out of his mind. I apologize for that, Z. I really do. <laughs> I apologize for that. But, you know. That's right, Zay. You're far from the only one, man. <laughs> That's but you talk about how you work with different players on different things. Let's talk about Jamal Shedd a little bit. I know you've worked with him and talk just his evolution of his game. I Thinking about that kid that came out of Maynard, man, he's turned his game around. And I know a lot of that comes from him and Kelvin Sampson, but talk about the things that y'all talk about going into being a point guard and just, you know, what y'all work on during the off season and even during the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. To be to be honest, Jamal is he's a special he's a special talent. He's a special point guard, and he's been that way for a long time. He you know he comes from a family of basketball. His older brother was a really good point guard. Uh, his dad's been a coach forever, so he has he has a good circle of basketball people. So we're not going to take a bunch of credit um, for Jamal. But with Jamal, we you know we help him a lot with uh, with shooting, uh, finishing. You know, helping him be a more efficient scorer. Um, you know, we, we we put him in a lot of situations where uh, he has to make decisions, both as a as a scorer and a playmaker. Um, and that's that's you know the extent for us with Jamal. We kind of want to challenge him and push him in different ways to get better each time we're with him. Um, but he's such a good. I mean, I remember him coming to play pickup with our college and pro guys when he was you know a junior and senior in high school, and he'd be one of the best one of the best players on the floor at that time. He's just he just knows how to play. He's super competitive. He, obviously, he's an elite on-ball defender, which, Zay, you know me, I'm not teaching that. That's for sure. <laughs> that's some honesty. That's I like not, that. That's, yeah, that's not my skill set. I can, <laughs> I can tell you that much. So, um, no, he's a, he's a special point guard. Honestly, I think, you know, of course, there's some bias there, but he's, he's one of the best point guards in the country, in, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see that team uh, match up with Miami, man. Both those teams are playing really, really well. Um, what have you For seen? Sure. What have you seen from that Houston team, Zach, as they're going through here? Because obviously, Shed's dealing with the injury. Uh, I believe his is a knee, and then Sasser's dealing with that groin injury. What have you seen from them? I know a lot of people thought maybe that would cost them in the tournament. So far, they looked really good. 
Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I'm, I think I'm even guilty of being prisoner of the moment. You know, they're they're beat up. Like, oh man, this this might be it. But you just it just reminds you how how ridiculously tough they are. Um, and, and and honestly, it reminds you how how much talent they really have. You know, with um, with the lefty wing, you know, showing up the way he did. They 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 just they have a lot left in them. And I agree with you. Miami's going to be a tough out. But nobody wants to play Houston. They're just so physical, so tough, and to deal with that for forty minutes is is really, really brutal. Yeah, no doubt, Zach. Let's talk about Brock Cunningham a little bit. I mean, the guy shooting forty mm-hmm. something percent from three this year and coming out of Westlake. That wasn't his forte. He was that bang and bruiser guy down low. But you've worked with him through the course of his career. What? What did y'all work on to where now he's confident to make those outside shots? And if you're playing against Texas and he has the ball on the perimeter, you have to respect him. Yeah, Brock, honestly, Brock has put in um, you know a ton of work on his own with with the, with the UT staff. We you know we were lucky to work out with him um, a little bit, especially earlier in his career, and we we still um, deal with him some on occasion, obviously, you know, we're, we're close friends with him and, and huge supporters of him, but he's done such a good job of, on his own. Brock is just, he's the guy who is just going to continue always get better. He's going to continue to figure things out because he's just a relentless worker. Um, he's committed to, you know, he's committed to his craft. So, um, you know, nothing specific there as far as shooting, honestly, it's just for him, it's been a ton of reps. Um, I know, you know, last year's last year's uh, some of their coaches worked with him a little bit mechanically on uh, you know getting the ball closer to his body. Um, but he's yeah, he's had a great year. Super happy for him. He's he's a good dude who who really deserves it. And KJ Adams, you know, being the most improved player in the Big Twelve this year, I know that makes you proud. It seemed like on the national championship team, he got on the floor a little bit, but man, Coach Self and the Jayhawks really relied on them this year. What was it like going up to Lawrence a couple of times and helping them with his game and just seeing a development from his freshman year now to his sophomore season, even though they got knocked out uh, yesterday or the other day against Arkansas? Yeah, very happy for KJ, uh, another guy who deserves it. He's a really hard worker. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was a, obviously a fun year to watch him. The way they used him was, was really special. It was funny. We, when he was uh, home, you know, we talked a, a lot about, you know, going into sophomore year, how he felt, you know, how he felt about the minutes he would play. And I remember I had a, a talk with him because, you know, everybody wants to be, you know, a 2-3. Everybody wants to be on the perimeter shooting threes. And, you know, talked about him going into sophomore year and I kind of told him, hey, Kay, like, if we can commit to being, you know, Draymond Green for your team, right, short roles, making decisions, uh, be an elite defender, um, be, because he's a really good passer, if you can commit to that, like, I think you can have a really big impact on the game. And I'm not always right, Zay. Like, I'm not, I'm not claiming that I'm always right. <laughs> but I was, I, was, I was right about that one. And sure enough, like, midway through the season, I remember I saw a video of, Coach Self call, calling him Baby Draymond, and KJ texted me. It was like, man, coach, coach, stealing your line. Um, <laughs> but he, no, he's just he's such an impactful player. Um, he's he's going to be, and he's only going to get better. Like he's he's not even. Uh, I don't even think he's close to what he's you know capable of being. Um, he's but he he's already such an impactful player, even even without that being the case. But yeah, going to Lawrence was it was a you know great experience. I was lucky enough to watch him practice a couple times and. 
Um, obviously, there's their special um, program, and Coach Self and, and those guys do an unbelievable job. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been pretty lucky to go, you know, watch UT practices and Kansas practices, and so I've I've learned a lot over this year. It's been a lot of fun. Zach, last one from me. We appreciate your time today. We started with Dylan. Let's end with Dylan DeSue again. I hear a lot about you know the push shot and the push jumper and all this. Uh, right here publicly, would you like to take credit for the push jumper? Is that all you? <laughs> uh, I'll just I'll just say every time we've worked out for the past four years, we've worked on that shot. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> take credit for it. He's got unbelievable touch. He's got great hands. Um, you know, and, and obviously, like what a lot of people don't know is he was a perimeter player, you know, most of his life. So his his shooting touch, his his touch is you know is that of a guard. Um, so him diving and getting to an eight foot push shot, like that's you know that's something that he's he's you know very talented enough to do. But yes, we've worked on that relentlessly. So that, that's my that's my workaround way of taking. Full credit for it. Well done. That's no, perfect. That's a great diplomatic. That's a great diplomatic way to take the credit. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Good, good stuff, man. Go. And again, if people are interested uh, in the uh, in the training in the academy at Texas Pro Academy or at BTY Basketball. Z, appreciate you, man. Uh, tell the family I said hello. I know you got kids and stuff, so you're always on the go. But appreciate you for coming on, man. Of course, yeah, yeah. Have a great rest of your day. Thank y'all for coming for letting me get on. Thank you, man. It's good stuff. Uh, and of course, uh, some big names that we're seeing in the tournament, and a couple of big names that we're talking about there that are in that same region. When you're talking about Shed and Desue, you mentioned Brock Cunningham as well. That's cool. Yo, my pops coached forty something years. My pops doesn't put freshmen on varsity. Zach was really. My pops yells at everybody. Only time Zach got yelled at, Chad, was because he wasn't going to get the ball. Because the ball wasn't in his hands enough. It would make my dad upset. Wow. That's it. Like, <laughs> And the reason why my dad couldn't yell at him, because he was always in the right spot. Because he always made the right play. Because hmm. he was another coach on the floor. And now that he's teaching the game, I've been around a long time. There's not too many basketball minds better than Zach Urbanis. I thought the last comment there was interesting. I'm glad I asked the question. Four years they've been practicing that shot. Yeah. For the last four years, every time they work out, that shot gets practiced. Yeah. And now we're seeing it. Hey, if you have a kid, boy or girl, whatever, if you want them to work out, if you want them to get better at basketball, you better head Z up. I'm just saying, BTY, he doesn't discriminate. He has good guys under him that train, like his little brother Hudson, who was also a first-team all-player for my pops. My pops has never had three brothers go first-team all-district. All our bandits brothers did. Like, they're just different mm-hmm. basketball minds. His brother Aaron, my best friend, like was in my wedding. Great basketball mind itself. It's just those are bandits guys. They're different. And Zach, hey, Texas fans, y'all got to love them. Y'all hear what you talk about with Dylan Sue? They weren't working on no push shots. The horns would be at home right now. Yeah, that's right.